1: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
0: welcome to the working class bow hunter podcast once again it doesn't even matter what episode this is it's a lot close to 400 round up i don't know Are we just rounding up now? Just rounding it's up. What we're doing? Close to four hundred. Not. Oh boy. It. it doesn't matter. Well, close to four hundred. Over four hundred. Three ninety something. How are you doing? How's your work week? The good thing is, whitetail season's close. If it hasn't already kicked off in your state, um, we hope you're doing well. Hope you're getting through work, and everybody's treating you good, and uh, you're having some good hunts out there. If you're already in the woods, that's 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 fucking awesome. I wish uh, sometimes I wish Illinois started earlier, or Illinois and Iowa, but I'm kind of glad they don't.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Me neither. I don't know if I'd go much anyway, unless I had a chance of like, killing like a real big velvet buck or something. You know, like If it was is hot, it, I don't know.
3: If it was going to start early, it'd have to start super early. Like I wouldn't want it in between, like closer to... Oh, really? You know what I mean?
0: Like September 15th wouldn't do it for
3: you? That'd mm, be earlier than that, so you can't shoot him in velvet, so you get that chance.
0: Hey, you have a decent chance of shooting him in velvet. Yeah. We're recording this, so this is going to launch... See, today is September 15th. Could you imagine if today was opening day? be weird but it's been feeling like season in illinois in the Midwest. It has, it has it has this is the morning so i'd be cool with it so it's just unique by yeah, each it's year you like know? 40 degrees in the morning it's nuts it's awesome it's, beautiful. it's crazy it's beautiful anyway uh we want to thank all our supporters we, we appreciate the hell out of you first and foremost we have some big big plans coming for 2021 um probably early summer mid-summer you the best, and uh we want to include you in that but that's just the thing that's gonna it's gonna unravel and unfold into what it is. Um, so just stick with us. We appreciate your support. We appreciate, appreciate ya. Everyone reaching out, the emails, the Instagram messages. Facebook's dead except for our group. Um, it literally is. Instagrams are jam. Facebook um, is kind of dead, isn't it? Yeah, it is dead. It's all right though, except marketplace. Except Marketplace. (laughs) Um, What to look forward to now. Wage Brain stickers are going to be available soon. If you're listening to this right now and you made a merch order, it will be delayed by a little bit because we are on a hunt right now if you're listening to this. so. That's just part of our business. We are working class people that are hunting on our vacation time. Give me till we come back and I'll have your shit out. So. Eric will get it out right away. So I had to do that. That's one the one thing I wanted to get out to everybody. Uh, but we do appreciate you uh, supporting us there and all our Patreon members. We have three tiers there, $1, $5, $10. Thank you so much uh, for supporting us there. Um, we've been giving those guys discount codes. And like we're sending all our top tier um, Patreon members all in batch of our new stickers. We got four or five new stickers. We're going to send and them And everyone that's out.
3: been asking, the new state hats did sell out really fast. There are more on the way. So And kill caps. Yep, more kill caps, state hats. So they'll be in stock. They should be in stock right now if you're listening to this.
0: Let's hope so. But, your order, hot. but your order will be delayed because we're on. <laughs> so, hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the podcast is presented by HHA Sports I think people by now kind of get the memo when where Working Class is. HHA is right there with us. Uh, they've been supporters of us for pretty much year one. Yeah. Um, code from the beginning. Yeah. Code WCB15 will save you some coin. Um, I didn't share it on our Working Class page. I posted it on my personal page today. I posted a video of me shooting 100 yards and... I honestly like, yeah, I, it takes practice to shoot a hundred yards accurately, but I think my sight plays a big, big factor in helping oh, me focus out at a hundred yards. Oh yeah. I'm not saying that's going to make you shoot a hundred yards, but I think it helps. I think it's more motivating and fun when you have a product you love and believe in.
2: It'll <laughs> but, help you get more yardage for
0: sure. Sight picture. Yeah. It's like number one. Oh yeah. So, so you don't
3: have seven pins if you want to shoot at that hundred yards. For that messes
0: with me. Um, My mental focus. Yes. yes. Um, and that's really like the mental game. Like I'm weird too. Like if it's low light, like I practiced last night at low light just so I can kind of get used to that like time of day. And I shot a lighted knock into my uh, buck target, and then I notice I'm it messes up my aiming shooting at another lighted knock because it, my mental my mental fuckery makes me want to like aim high above the lighted knock so yeah. oh, yeah. I don't hit it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. weird. It's archery is more of a mental game than I think people give credit for. It's a huge mental game, or I think it's more of a mental game than what people actually have conversation about like in detail. But then, then again, I feel we might shoot our bows a little more often than like the average guy that's just going out. Oh, yeah, to for sure. Hit vitals and that's it, you know, but HRJ has really helped us out <laughs> a lot. I, I believe in that product. I believe in the brand. I believe in the people. So super thankful for them. It's great people. Also scent crusher. We do have our own rapid mobile shower. The link is on our website. The link is in the description. You can only get that through our link um, that supports us. It helps our partners. It helps our partners help us, if you will. Um, it's a Rapid Mobile shower with our logo embroidered on it. That's pretty cool. It just helps everyone. It helps everyone. If you listen to this podcast, you're in the market for that type of product. We'd appreciate it if you'd buy our uh, our edition. It's the same price as the normal one. And, uh, you just basically slip it on in your vehicle and it kills the scent on your work clothes, on your street clothes, or you put your hunting clothes on and get into it and then crush the scent on the way to your hunting property. So it's a win-win. You ain't stanky no more. And you look good in some working class, uh, jumpsuits. Hey, you got a fresh
3: date? Throw that bitch hey, on.
0: Throw it on. You're smelling <laughs> you smelling fresh. You got time to shower? Not, Throw that bad boy on. Yeah. Not a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's multi-purpose. Yeah. You're covered in you know, beer oil. <laughs> Hop in that baby. It's yeah, fine. Right. Did you understand? Just wear it into the restaurant on your date. Oh, dang. Dude, COVID's a thing right now. You could wear that. No more yeah, COVID. Wear that on. Just put, a,
3: put a tie on. Good to go. <laughs> oh,
0: dude, there you go. You're looking nice. You're not stinking anymore.
3: That's not a bad idea, Eric. Interview? Think about it. Oh, an interview? Yeah. Guarantee you got the job. <laughs> yeah. This guy smells like absolutely nothing. This
0: guy's an it's, alpha for sure. Incredible. He looks like trash, but smells like nothing. Yeah, sold. Like, looks like a garbage can, but he smells like I can't smell them. roses. <laughs> right. How, how does he do it? Uh, the podcast also brought to you by <laughs> loophole Optics, Optics, uh, Thermoset. Thermoset made us a code W C T S, and thermo, I cut some ThermoSeats up. I actually I I butchered one. I cut it up to fit one of my tree hey, stands.
3: I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you got to do it. I got redneck with it. Cause sometimes it just hangs over too far. You know, yeah. you got the, every seat's a different shape. Yeah. Sometimes you got to trim it. Yeah.
0: Well, I make it fit. They make, they make a different size for every, every, every application pretty much. But I was, I'm so white trash and I'm like, ah, they're going to be mad at me, but I did it and it's perfectly fine. And it's comfy and our logos on it. We, we got some thermo seats with our logo printed on them. And you can do that too for your brand. Um, if you have a brand and you want to order custom thermo seats, you can do it, um, which is pretty cool. Also, uh, victory archery, um, we're shooting the rip TKOs. Eric's rocking the extortions. That's right. Um, check those arrows out. I love them. I, I depend on them. Hopefully, I, I believe hopefully them. I'm putting, yeah, I'm hopefully putting them to him, the test right now. Color them red here soon. Yeah, that's right. Right we're, now. Uh, right now, as this podcast launch, we're animal hunting. Uh Gator Outdoors, they made a code for our listeners, code WCB10. That will save you 10% at Gator Outdoors. And they deal uh, true timber camo, and that's what we're rocking right now. We're rocking the Strata pattern. Strata? Strata pattern. Um. They're not a sponsor of ours, but Gator is, and they're a dealer for for True Timber. So right. we decided to try it all out. You know, try new things. Kind of fun, but I like it so far. Especially if you can't you can't beat the price. Yeah. Um, also Elite Archery, um, everything, Outdoor Group product. WCB is a code for there. We're all shooting the Cure. We're gonna be rocking them. Um, that's pretty cool. that We're partnered with them. Love those bows, big time. Uh, the code is still active. WCB twenty twenty. Um, get your product. that works for everything: swag, seed, supplemental feed, anything you want from anything big on their website. Um, awesome stuff! I wish I could supplemental feed in Illinois. We'll, we'll get it. we'll have some podcasts in detail on that, hopefully, um, hopefully soon. Um, also, Hunter's Blend coffee, Old Barn Taxidermy. We're doing that giveaway. So if you kill an animal and you want to get shoulder mounted, you take it to Old Barn Taxidermy. They have an Iowa location. They have a Colorado location. You want to take your shoulder mount there and say, hey, Working Class hunter sent me here. They go, oh, you don't say. Let me just put your name on this ticket here and put you in this drawing from the Working Class hunter listeners. And you go, wow, that oh, sounds great. Wow. And they go, yeah, actually, there's only five listeners for Working Class hunter So you have a one in five chance of oh, winning. five now? The, uh, Last I heard there was four. Uh, there might be three. Okay. They're, uh, they're, they're killing it. So I was like, you're one of five of their listeners. You have a one in five <laughs> chance of Winning, winning a free to, shoulder mount. That's right. And so Only that's pretty cool. Buck. It's pretty good
3: odds. And they also have a lot of drop-off points, too. So, if And you, I might be one this fall. So if you get a hold of them, ask them if, it, if they're not close, if they have a drop-off point that's close to you.
0: I'm hoping I'm one of them. We're having a hard time finding freezers because of the uh, Rona. Yeah. Damn and a Rona. bunch of other shit. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, they have drop-offs. It's easy to get to Old Barn. They're a tannery. Chances are there's a pretty good chance your hometown taxidermist might use a product of Old Barn Taxidermy, right. so they are great people. They believe in us and support us, and we're super, super thankful for.
3: And that. if you're local, you can have everything done there now. The processing, The
0: processing, yeah, deer processing, and have it mounted. That's right, all in one spot. They do everything. I'll have my bear mount back in like five weeks, roughly four weeks. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, Gang. the turnaround's nuts Gang. too. It's gonna be real cool. Anyway, thankful for all our partners. Thank you guys so much. It's kind of cool. To be the way we are and have awesome companies kind of back us and and support what we do, we're super and thankful. Still for that.
3: let us do whatever the hell we want. Just let's keep on hey. keeping on.
0: That's the beauty of uh, owning your own show. Until right. we sell sure. out, what's up? What's up? <laughs> who's, got, who's got that five grand? You know, <laughs> dude, you you pay me thirty two hundred bucks. <laughs> hey, we gotta split it. So you better <laughs> double that. Hey, sixty yeah. four hundred bucks. We'll good. give yeah. me a case of beer. Yeah. yeah, and like you can have it. Give me a case of Apple Bush Light if you can find it. And fuck the. I'll sell it. Who cares? Right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, We out. (laughs) I'd like to say we're joking, but we're not. Um, Doug, do you have a veteran shout out? We are joking. I do. (laughs) Just to clarify, everyone's (laughs) like, damn, I might buy it. I don't know what I'm
2: going to do with it. This was sent in by Luke Aker. Hopefully I pronounced that right. And uh, the veteran name is Brandon Lococo. It's a very interesting last name. I like it. You probably messed
0: that one up for sure. Uh,
2: It says Lococo in parentheses, so I think I did okay. Uh, the branches air force. He says, "Hey guys, I love the podcast. I want to give a shout out to my best friend Brandon. He's more like a brother to me. He spent six years in the air force while he was while he was in security forces and stationed at Malmstorm Air Force Base in Montana. Probably fucked that up. Montana. My bad. You said that wrong. Oops. Montana, <laughs> where he did a shit ton of duck hunting and deer hunting." Since he's been out, we've hunted 40-acre woods together here in Indiana and went to Ontario on a black bear hunt where he shot a 250-pound bear. Nice. Very nice. Congrats. He's a great dude, and we both are working-class hunters. I'm a welder, and he's a production worker at Chrysler. Thank you. Thanks for your time and the opportunity to shout out my bro and keep hustling.
0: Thank you, Luke. Thank you, and Luke. Thanks for your service, Brandon. And thanks for your service, Brandon. Luke. Thank and you. Luke. Congrats on the bear, man. That's awesome. That is awesome. Got a bear bunch hunt's of,
3: fun. Got a bunch of wage brains in here, you know. Hey, it
0: is. What it is. <laughs> you got that welder and that Chrysler <laughs> line. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you submitting that veteran shout-out. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Brandon. If you want to submit your own veteran shout-out, workingclassbowhunter.com, uh, contact tab, and there's a veteran shout-out form there. Help us out with uh, pronunciation because we're dumb uh <laughs> just uh, <laughs> hey it is
2: what it hey, is i don't spell very good it's all right
0: well we're got a uh, Buckstorm boys gonna jump on here in a second love those guys um right now while you're listening we're in camp with those good boys antelope hunting public ground um i just did what i hate and said that it was public ground which of course it's public ground okay. um
3: hopefully we have got something down by now
0: i hope man we got there's i was uh talking to them guys i think seven tags total in camp but they're going to be doing some mule deer hunting uh, while we're chasing the goats, me, Eric, Papa Dave. And I'm sure they, they have antelope tags, I'm sure. that, But I don't know. That, I think they're more worried about the antlers than the horns, which is fair. That's all right. I'd like to see some big mule deer in camp anyway, so that'd be cool. Oh, absolutely. Split it up. We, we're, we're going to get into it. We'll talk about it. But they're great dudes. Um, highly recommend checking out their YouTube channel. They'll plug all that stuff, I'm sure, by the end of the episode. But um, awesome, awesome guys. Um, literally, we'll get into it. Met Jeremy as a list. He was a listener, and then we became friends, and, and then we started doing hunts together. And kind of how it happens sometimes, you know, mutual mutual interest. Hunters are all good people, I think, and good yeah.
3: people come together. If you don't know Jeremy, go to our reel. You'll see him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call, Eric. <laughs> so we did a uh, – Instagram has – it's kind of their battle for TikTok, Yep, I'm assuming. And it's called the – I'll bring it up when we get him on here. And I don't think he realizes how many –
3: <laughs> he knows it's on there. Did you tag him in? Oh, he knows it's on there, okay. but I don't
0: think he knows the like surge of views it's gotten in the last two days, because it had like 120,000 views. So what it is, it's a video of Jeremy bugling next to a giant wooden dick, and, and literally we're in the background of uh, the backcountry of Colorado. Like middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. And someone carved a wiener. There was a logger at one point back in there that was like, hey, watch this, <laughs> yeah. and did that. And he
3: probably carved that thing in about three minutes.
0: Oh, yeah, probably. Well, we were back in there. It was like one of the last days of our elk hunt, and Jeremy had his bugle tube or whatever, and I'm like, hey, bugle, bugling up next to this, let me video. And he did it, so I posted it as a reel on our Instagram. Currently, it has 324,000 views. We need to get the
3: one video of they got a view of skipping across a rock.
0: Oh, I got that. I'll post it for sure. Yeah, you need to do that. I'm trying to let these breathe. These are doing so well. <laughs> um, the video of creepy has almost 60,000 views. The video of my G3 buck has 461,000 views. Um, pretty cool. Chandler's man cave has 216,000 views. Pretty cool. The reels are neat. I like them. It's like, I like it better than you. We can post hunting st- stuff on like TikTok. You know, I have a lot of like cool, pointless video clips that are good for nothing else, but stuff like that. Yeah. So um, we'll post, I'm sure like we'll, make, we'll make a couple when we're in South A lot of us being idiots. Yeah. Yeah. We got those. So, um, also not right now, man. we might've already done, recorded this podcast, but we just made a post on Instagram that if you want to submit a question, uh, it, it's literally an ask us anything post go in there and we're just going to go back and read through the questions and answer. Are them. we
3: doing hunting related or not?
0: Anything you want, anything you want, ask us what, ask away anything you want to ask us. We'll answer it. Hopefully we will. Uh, oh boy. Maybe, maybe we won't. I mean, come on, like be reasonable. I plead the fifth. Hey. Shit might get weird. <laughs> hey, ask away. We'll get we'll get into it. Hey, I ain't scared. <laughs> cool. All right, let's get uh, the Buckstorm boys on. Um, we're we have two of the three Buckstorm boys that are gonna be on this podcast, but we'll have all three of them on the podcast when we're in camp. So let's do it. Here we go.
1: I'm Chase Rolson with RubLine Marketing.
0: This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi,
4: I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
0: Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Ball Collector.
4: Hey, this is Melissa Bachman. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It's
1: really, really not
2: that good. Good, 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 good,
5: blast.
0: All right, the podcast is officially engaged. We are, via phone, we have Travis and Jeremy from Buckstorm on the phone. What's up, fellas? How's it
1: going, up? guys?
0: We are, so it's weird, because in real life, we're all hunting together, but in podcast land, Doug. we're Doug, Doug's, <laughs> Doug's not, Doug's, <laughs> Doug's, like he's at work. <laughs> Doug got <laughs> yeah. stuck in podcast land. Yeah, I'm working. So, but in real life, we're all hunting <laughs> right now. Somebody's got to do it. Right, right, right. We're right. chasing Someone's goats. got to provide for the family. We're in goat camp. <laughs> yeah. um, so we figured it'd be fun to kind of record an episode and launch it while we're on the hunt. Um, and kind of I wanted to talk Buckstorm, what you guys have been up to, what you guys got going on. Um, and so what's up, fellas?
1: Absolutely. We've kind of been doing a little bit of everything, and we haven't been doing a whole heck of a lot of hunting ourselves yet. But that's soon to change in goat camp. Yeah, yeah. This weekend, or right now, I guess I should say. But uh, we uh, just got back from a sheep hunt, bighorn sheep hunt. And for anyone that doesn't know, South Dakota is like, if you get that tag, it's like better than winning the Power Bowl. Like one in a thousand lifetime tags. Really? None of us will ever probably get it. Okay, it's, let me ask you this same,
0: Before we dive into this, because I have a lot of questions on that. But I want. Yeah. I know. I can already tell where we're going to go. So I'm kind of going to reroute the layout of this. Um tell people who you guys are and what Buckstorm is. You guys have been on the podcast quite a few times and we've hunted together and people should be familiar by now but
3: case we got some new listeners
0: going on. Yeah, and we do. We have a lot of new listeners, so just break down what Buckstorm is before we get into these crazy hunt stories because I know people are gonna be like, What who the fuck are these guys if they don't already know?
1: For sure. Yeah, we uh basically started filming our hunts back I mean in when we were in high school 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was hard to keep track, but, uh, started there. Jeremy had an idea. He's like, Hey, let's just focus on YouTube. And if we would have done that sooner, we probably be a little bit further along, but basically we're always going to video our hunts. It's a good way to relive it. So we've always, we've always done it. And, uh, essentially just kind of started growing it from there. We have a good local following in South Dakota. There's not a lot of other guys doing it. Um, we've invested a fair amount of money and equipment and whatnot to make it work. And we just go out and document everything, but try to keep it real. We don't over edit it. We're not trying to make a five-star movie. We just go out and show how it really is. That's my favorite thing um, about so you guys. So people can relate. Honestly.
4: So. I, I think that what, what really started the whole thing was uh, we got, we always kind of, like you said, filmed our hunts, but there was the uh, um, I shot that mule deer at three yards and after that we got that on film and I think then we're kind of like holy shit that was cool let's you know try and do it again and and show everybody else because it's you know you do something like that it's pretty rare and pretty cool and
1: yeah absolutely. at that point
4: we kind of we probably haven't stopped filming since that that day
1: yeah it just kind of lit a fire we filmed before that but we didn't take it that serious and that was kind of the one that's like hey let's hit this a little harder and get some Microphone, so it's not just all wind noise when it's blowing 45 (laughs) miles an hour on the prairie.
3: So that, that video, that that video kind of lit the fire underneath your ass and to keep doing it.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And since then we just, I mean, it's just like anyone, anyone can relate. A lot of people want to film, but they're, you know, limited time. You're like, I'm not going to not shoot something if it's not on film. It's just one of those things. We just, it's kind of the normal for us. We, we just go out, we video have a good time we don't take it too serious but we just video a lot so we have enough content to put something together every single hunt
3: and don't get me wrong yeah, but, but video is a pain in the ass
0: yeah it's a pain in the ass for
4: sure i hate it i hate it yeah. <laughs> there's so many times we just want to put the camera down and 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 hunt oh, but, I bet.
0: but you guys are comfortable about it like i've hunted with you guys a couple times like we've got to be really good friends over the years and and I know we've we've probably talked about this in detail about how we met and how we got to talk, you know, got to we basically started talking to doing that elk hunt a couple of years ago, to hunt an antelope last year, to set it up for camp again, and just staying and. You guys are real good friends of mine. Just staying in regular contact, Um but you guys are like you. You're good at what you do because you're you're comfortable with it. Like the way you film, like the cameras are part of your hunting equipment. You're not like. Forcing people to be awkward in front of a camera. You're just filming casually and comfortably, and you you have the camera with you. Like when I shot my antelope, you know, me and Jeremy are up front, and Travis is behind us with the camera. Just it was just it wasn't like the camera was in the way of what we were doing. The right. camera was just there. Yeah. And right. so you guys, you guys are kind of downplaying what you do. Um, I really do like your videos. I watch a few hunting shows. You your guys' videos are. In my top five, for sure, yes, absolutely, because I do like the, how you said you film it comfortably, and you're not overproduced. You're not trying to paint a picture of what's what's not really there. You're not trying to make your guys. You're not trying to put yourselves on a pedestal like you guys are the best hunters of all time. You guys are showing it how it really can happen. So I think for a midwestern guy or a eastern listener that's into whitetails that's wanting to venture west subscribe to the Buckstorm YouTube because you can watch some of these hunts, even though, you know, they're primarily South Dakota and that you guys have some hunts elsewhere and stuff like that. But you kind of get a flavor on how to hunt elk, how to hunt mule deer, how to hunt antelope, how to... You get
3: get that feel for it.
0: Yeah, you get the feel for it. You kind of understand what it takes to locate animals. And you guys just put it out in a very realistic way without putting lipstick on everything to where there's a lot of industry people out there they gotta make sure it's all edited like that person looks like the bad motherfucker and on right, the video right. when it's like, hey, right. come on, man, which like,
2: is a nice twist to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really the yeah.
0: twist. That's a beautiful thing about it's it. A real thing. It's just here it is. Yeah. So in your face, yep. and
1: we're not staging anything. We just video, like you said, we just video, and you can always put it together. I mean, you got enough clips. Obviously, we trim a lot of stuff out, but there's we show it how it really happened. If somebody makes a bad shot we're going to show it. Cause that's part of hunting. I mean, it's just part of it. Anyone that says it's not is lying. I mean, mm-hmm. you could be a world-class number one archery shot in the entire world and you can still gut shoot a deer. I exactly. mean, it's just part yeah. of it. And yeah, we've all been there. So
0: yeah, absolutely. But so when, it it so I like the
1: way Kurt put it, it, it,
4: it, uh, the camera's just kind of there. Like we're, we, we don't put too much emphasis on the fact that we're filming like, Hey, I know we're in the middle of a stock, but you need to stop and tell the world what you're doing. If we don't get that at the beginning, it is what it is. We kind of just go with it. Nice. We don't. We don't. I don't know. I just. I just like the way you put it, where the cameras just. It's. A, it's like another one of. One of us just happens to be there. If it gets it, and I guess we got lucky that time. So. Yeah. Yep.
5: yep
3: for sure. But you're but not making it look like a camera. You're making it look like you're. Through the eyes of the guy right
0: behind that's you. The, that is the better way of putting that.
3: You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not yeah, explaining, hey, this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing, but you're like, hey, it's just like you're talking to your buddy right behind yep. you.
2: Yeah, like a third-person view
3: almost. You're yep. a buddy
0: in camp that's on the stock. That's the camera. The POV, right. you know. The POV, <laughs> what up? <laughs> what
5: up? <laughs> we're all uh, uh, up. Yes.
0: <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> I, <you're> I, sure. <laughs> I knew you guys wouldn't say that for yourselves because you guys are humble and good dudes and, you know, a little gay, but we don't get into that. But it, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It He's is what it fired. is. You know, hey, it is what it is. Jeremy Ooh. said it best. Yeah,
1: yeah, boy, a bunch of four-inch goats for you, Kurt. We're gonna go <laughs> Hey,
0: I shoot another one, baby.
3: You know, so when another it, one. When it's just you two guys, yeah. when it's just you two guys, it's like a flip of the coin. Who's videoing that day, or how's it go?
1: You guys like uh? uh we just some wrestle or something. Do whatever.
4: I don't don't really understand how we do it. We just kind of do it. We don't really talk about it.
1: Sometimes uh, we'll be like, hey, you got first stock. Like, depending on what we're hunting. Antelope's pretty easy because, like, you go after one, we'll just take turns if it's just us going. But I want Jeremy to shoot a deer with his bow this year. So if we branch off and go deer hunting, whatever happens at camp with six of us there, He's probably going to have his bow in the hand 90% of the time and I'll have the camera because he's a little overdue on killing something with his bow, just saying. Yeah. On a long grass fell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So let, let's kind of take this turn here and let's talk about camp, and then and then we'll get to the sheep hunt and, and all that. But, yeah, yeah. So we're non-residents, of course, so we can't hunt mule deer right now because they changed it a couple of years ago. You can't hunt mule deer as a non-resident in South Dakota. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, the, you can. But it doesn't open till October first. Okay,
0: that's what I got you. While we're there, we got to
4: apply. You got to apply by April first or April thirty first. Probably the thirty first. But they they changed it all. Only about
1: a year, two years ago, probably. So yeah, they mixed it up. But
3: go ahead, go
5: ahead.
1: Yeah, they uh, they basically used to it used to be like third week of September. They switched it to September one opener for deer. But when they did that, they made it resident only September 1. So basically the residents have a whole month to hunt before non-residents are coming in. And I think the only reason that really happened is there's a couple of really, really popular areas in the state that draw the biggest crowds. And there was a lot of residents that were upset that they used to have this great hunting experience and now they're just flooded with people, whether they're residents or non-residents. So they also issued some access permits you got to apply for and get ahead of time and whatnot. But essentially they just made it where you got to do your homework in advance. You can't just say, Hey, I'm going to go hunting and get a tag tomorrow. Right. Um, but it's still a really easy state to hunt. You can get a tag easiest guaranteed. You just have to make sure you meet the deadlines, um, for archery seasons. Anyhow.
0: Gotcha. Very so, cool. Cool. So yeah, while we're there, you know, Eric, Papa Dave, myself, we all have, uh, envelope tags, so we're going to be chasing antelope. That's the only thing we can hunt. You guys have mule deer tags, and you guys are going to as hunt mule deer in the morning. Meet back up with us.
1: Yeah, more than likely we'll we'll just kind of go out because there's really no reason to be up at first light for antelope. They're out all day, so you guys can sleep in, and have a couple extra bush lattes <laughs> at night.
3: <laughs> Say less. You're talking my <laughs> <about> language now. <laughs> hey, what's up? Okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: noted. We could probably. <laughs> yep yeah make sure you throw a couple extra 30 racks in but uh we'll probably have just as many we'll just have to fight it and get up a little earlier but we'll probably just we can shoot it's any deer tags so there's plenty of whitetails around too so who knows shooting a whitetail from the ground is kind of fun so uh more than likely we'll just hike into (laughs) hike in a few miles check out some public areas and then we'll just meet up and grind it get a couple ground blinds set up on water it's been dry out here this year so if there's yeah. a year to target water this is the year yeah get i want papa to get dave a,
0: go. exactly i want to get papa dave in the ground blind um but what's cool is like you know all seven of us or six of us or whatever aren't going to be all crammed and doing the same stock like we can split up and, and kind of increase our opportunities and find goats that way and and kind of make it work exactly so. Yep,
1: yeah, we'll split up into two groups it'll just be better i mean part of the Hunting just out in western South Dakota is you do a fair amount of driving and glassing from the pickup. Also, there's going to be times where we're going to want to hike out a couple miles and just check something out, you know. But yeah, it seems like one of the more effective ways is just to put the optics to use, for, even from the pickup, you know, hit an approach and just pick apart a piece of public. You might find a goat bedded two miles away and just make a game plan and try to make it happen. But I love that, man. That, well, that, that was uh, my favorite
0: thing. Like we, we had so much fun last year that. Because it seems like when we get together with you guys, by the end of camp, we're like, dude, we've had so much fun. What are we doing next year? And, <laughs> yeah, and sure. that's what we did last year. And I told Eric and I told Eric and Doug, I'm like, you guys got to do this. And Eric's like, hey, I think let's do it. I can go with. I'm in next year. And let's go. I, I've been telling them how much yeah. fun antelope hunting is because, one, it's an inexpensive hunt. It's not that far of a drive. Like to get to western Nebraska or South Dakota or Colorado or even Wyoming, it's a kind of a jaunt, but they're there. It's fairly inexpensive. Right. Um, there's a lot of them, but it's really hard to get one. Yep. So unless
4: unless you're Kurt, you get one in the first second stock.
0: It, it was. I'm not saying it was luck, but it was luck probably. But
2: <laughs> it was a, it was a fluke for sure. Better be lucky than good.
0: But also, yeah, that's true with hunting. But also, it was kind of just a good scenario. Like we. It wasn't a huge go. And you guys are like, he's not real big. And my dad's like, go for it. And that doesn't really interest me that much right now. And I'm like, okay. You know, right. like, don't got to talk me into it. <laughs> Twist and, my arm. I would do that. it
4: if you didn't. so
0: <laughs> Right. That's a, that's what's cool. And I have that goat mounted. And I look at that thing every day and think about, like, how cool that what that hunt was, you know, because it was a second stock and we just slipped in there. It was perfect. Like, we had the 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 perfect amount of gradual hill to make a shot over Yep. It. And yep. we just it just worked out, man. Sometimes that's how it goes.
1: I'm going to give you a little warning that you know how much grass there was last year and like how much cover we had. I mean, a lot of those places we were able to sneak a lot better. Nothing. <laughs> There's not a lot this year. So we're just going to have to make do. We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> we just got to get embedded in the right spot. And But the good thing is we're actually hitting it about a week later than we did last year. So it'll be peak rut peak antelope rut they'll be chasing all over the place and we got to get one decoyed so you can witness that because that is probably besides the elk coming and bugling in your face at 30 yards there's nothing else on this planet that's more fills your body with more adrenaline than an antelope charging the decoy
0: i'm ready man so we got a decoy let's do it i I bought one so we'd have an extra and i know you guys got them and jeremy does is your buddy gonna let us borrow the
1: hat and the suit
4: <laughs> I haven't talked to him yet. I told Travis we were gonna—I was gonna borrow it—and he didn't like the idea. But I—oh, I like
1: it. I, I was I, trying to figure out how you could anchor your bow without in the nose of that hat.
4: I want to get a video sideways. of us wearing a dumbass hat on and killing a goat.
0: I wanted to buy one last year. Do you remember that? I do. Oh yeah, that's right. It's so. I don't. For our listeners that don't know, or Eric, you might not even know what we're talking hey, about. Hey, if I can
3: kill a goat, I'll put a goddamn clown suit on. I don't care.
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
1: that's pretty much what this is. <laughs> it, it's. It's. Go ahead Perfect. and
0: explain it. I'll let you guys explain it.
1: You. Uh, so there's a company. I couldn't tell you what the company. Heads is. Heads up decoys. Is that it? Like a. Yeah, I think so. I think so. They make a styrofoam. It's like a styrofoam, but like semi-detailed antelope head that you put on your head as a hat. So if you're like peeking up to see something, an antelope would think that you're another antelope looking at them. Also, they make like a full suit you can wear. <laughs> this like painted or like shirt and pants you can wear. Some people wear a white shirt and like color it with, I don't know. Not for me. Who doesn't but, want to wear that? You know Come what? It they, works, do they, do, it, do they
3: make care. like the two-person one like the old horse costume?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? the
3: two-person <laughs>
2: one. That would be it. That would be the move.
3: <laughs> Who's going to be we the can, ass? We
4: can work something out. Who's going to be hey, the hey, ass? That's we we the
0: question. We should make one of those, and you guys can just walk across the prairie while the person with the bow stalks behind you. Just don't shoot the guy
3: was, the mat, in, was, in, in the costume. I was you guys wear it. The animals
2: like, damn, it's a thick-ass girl over there. It's a thick-ass
0: boy. get a six-person one. Yeah, six-person one. Just a human centipede <laughs> yeah, antelope. It's a limousine <laughs> antelope. The whole herd's coming. Yeah, the whole herd. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, what about, did the cow decoys work? The, like the big?
1: Like, yeah, they work. Uh The biggest thing I've run into is depending on, you can get like a, I think Montana decoys make a cow cut out one, but those are a little lighter. But it's always so windy. Like there's very few days on the prairie without at least a 20 to 30 mile an hour wind. So you get like a big piece of, I mean, essentially a lot of guys just make one out of plywood. Well, oh, so it's you get rigid. 30 mile an hour wind. You could take off. I, mean, <laughs> I might go flying. So <laughs> okay, that's the kite. biggest battle is fighting the wind, but it does work. I've seen it. I mean, some guys hunt them with horses too, where they'll just like walk next to their horse, but I, uh, I've never actually had success doing a cow decoy. I've used one a few times. I've got close. But I know in the right scenario it can work for sure.
0: So do I need – I have a little quarter-inch sheet of plywood here. Do I need to cut out a cow? Yeah, just bring Doris.
1: Oh, Doris. I mean, if you do, make it a calf, calf at least. Okay. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't that be funny? I could like cut some handles in it.
1: Spray paint it black.
3: No, could you imagine though, if we all had these suits we're talking about and we just have a herd of animals <laughs> going across
1: <laughs> that would be hilarious.
3: Left just six, foot, right of, foot, just six, foot, six foot, of us foot, out right there. Foot, left foot, right. Foot. No, we yeah. all have our You're own suit. Oh, yeah, you know. We all have our own suit. Just running around. Just a herd of antelope out there. There's
0: somebody stopping on the highway. They're like, "Look at them guys."
1: <laughs> That's right. The fuck they is can going clearly on. tell where are uh, <laughs> I think one of the most uh, effective decoys uh, we have. Uh, decoy that attaches to your bow that you can shoot through so if it's not too windy if you practice with it and make sure it doesn't screw up your shot too much you have the opportunity at least if you're like let's say you're 70 yards and you're not comfortable taking that shot and you want to get to 50 you can be at full draw walking at that animal with that decoy on your bow and be ready to shoot instead of having to draw that's the negative part of those suits at some point, you got to pop up and look like this goofy standing upright antelope to shoot. So I don't know, I don't know. I've never really used one, but
0: well, if we can get it, we're just it, gonna
1: we- give her a whirl. We're gonna try it all. Yeah, let's try. It. I'm fucking
0: wing it. That's the fun thing about it is you know it's it's a lot of glassing, it's a lot of looking, it's a lot of driving, but it's action when you get it. Like right, it's it's more action than any other hunt that I've experienced.
4: Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. constant. It's con- How many stocks did we go on last year total? It, it's crazy.
0: Papa Dave had three goats jump the string. I went on, you know, yeah. I mean, I went on, I shot mine on the second one in a row. We went well, on we two. Aren't,
1: we aren't counting you.
0: Yeah, that, I got lucky. <laughs> yeah, I
1: thought we did 20.
0: Yeah, easy least. 20, easy. So we'll just have and to alternate I know, opportunity, I guess.
1: Yep, the nice thing is, if you get one in like a sneakable spot, a lot of times you, uh, if it, if it blows up, you're probably not going to get another chance at that one for a while. I mean, they're the fastest animal ever. So you're like, oh, they're spooked. They just went over that hill. Let's walk up that hill and see where they went. You get to the top of the hill and they're a mile and a half away.
0: They're 14 already, miles so at like... the gas station. But that's also the cool thing about yeah. them, right? Is because if you sit in the ground blind, you put a decoy out, you might not see nothing. But next thing you know, you got one at 20 yards
1: exactly yeah that's a really effective way to do it especially if you can find a pasture that has antelope in it that only has one maybe two water holes um if they have like 10 water holes to choose from and they don't feel right about it they'll just go to the next one but yeah if they're they, kind of limited because they they don't like crossing fences all that much unless they can go underneath the fence easy but,
3: but like the old saying is they got they gotta is,
0: drink though. eventually
3: right
1: exactly
0: do you guys remember that goat that we? I'm I'm gonna have a hard time explaining this. It was more towards shitbag, not shit. Oh, I remember shitbag. I was telling Eric about shit. Is shitbag still in that area, Travis? I know you scouted there the other day.
1: I did not see him, but there was a good one. I don't think it was him, but there was one that was bigger than he was, uh, just on the private, not too far from there. But with the rut kicking in, I mean, he could definitely end up back in there.
0: Ooh, because I know where shitbag lived. There was some water.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So we'll have to what uh, the map that out. Shitbag, oh, we made. He thirsty. He was the first goat we stocked <laughs> on the trip, and then he was the last goat we stocked on that trip. So yeah.
3: put a couple of straws out there, make it easier for him. Hey, there you go. We'll
0: see. We'll see. Cra- crazy straws. Put a crazy straw out there. <laughs> yes. We'll see. I know.
1: I'd be willing to bet. Go ahead. Somebody probably killed him opening day of rifle season, more than likely where he was hanging out. But who knows?
0: Yeah, he was for a rifle. That was a chip shot. He probably got mm-hmm. shot from the road.
1: Out. Yeah, probably could have. And it's South Dakota, so I wouldn't put it past yeah. some people. Probably got shot off the old mirror.
0: <laughs> yeah. The old, the old mirror rest. The old toe mirror.
4: <laughs>
1: yep. yep.
0: That's a shame. That's old, a shame. The old mirror stand. <laughs> R.I.P. shitbag.
1: <laughs> yep. Maybe he's there. Maybe we'll find him. Who knows? He'll be giant if he's still alive. So.
0: Yeah, well, there's one bigger. Maybe it is him, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll just call it. We'll just name them that.
1: Yeah,
4: if they're in that field, they're the named Shitbag. Mediocre <laughs> yeah.
1: goat we see in there is Shitbag. Yeah,
0: <laughs> mediocre goat for sure.
3: Well, we're we're looking forward to the hunt. I'm excited, man. I can't wait to get out there and meet meet you guys for the first time. Yeah,
0: I've been telling I've been telling the working class crew how awesome of a group you guys are. But this is a perfect time to plug the Nebraska show in January. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, because absolutely, we're gonna be there.
0: Yeah, you're going to be our booth neighbors.
4: Hell yeah. Yep.
0: Do you guys book your hotel? Well,
4: not yet. That was, that was on me, and I didn't do
1: that. I should probably get on that.
0: Better get on that, yeah, for sure. I heard uh, you guys are supplying the beer, too. Yeah, that's
1: what I heard. We might just bring the latte lounge down and just <laughs> there camp in the parking lot. There <laughs> yeah,
5: you go. There
3: you go. that's awesome. <laughs>
0: we'll just pull it right in the show and put it in our booth. Who Let's do this. Yet? For any listeners, because I, I honestly think, as of right now, that Nebraska show might be the only trade show going on. Going on. So come out and hang out with us and Buckstorm Storm crew. We're going to be drinking beer and partying up at when the Nebraska show. Second week of January. It's a week weekend it after ATA show. Um, and then we, we should just have a tailgate party in the hotel parking lot. Social yeah, distance. Yeah. Well,
3: if it's like last year where it was a goddamn snowstorm where we got like four inches of snow. And not a
0: damn place uh, to drink we'll beer. Still,
3: we'll still party in the
0: parking lot. We'll yeah, be there. Yep, yep. So we'll be there. Come hang out with us and Buck's from Crew and uh, Nebraska show. In Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, so you guys just went on the sheep hunt. Let's talk about this.
1: Yeah. So uh, long long story somewhat short, The uh, a good friend of ours, Justin at Bach Taxidermy, Watertown, South Dakota. He, uh, he mounted Jeremy's elk and my mountain lion. Phenomenal job. I'd put him up against anybody as far as taxidermy goes, but that's out here nonetheless. He also tans through Old Barn. Oh, that's
0: ri- See, I mentioned <laughs> that in the beginning that your taxidermist might yeah. work with Old Barn.
1: Yep, and he does. And he does an awesome job, but anyhow, a good friend of ours, uh, Good friend of his and also his cousin, Seth's boss, Marty pulls a sheep tag. And just to put it in perspective, in the state of South Dakota, um, in the unit we were hunting, there's three sheep tags. That's the most sheep tags that are available in any unit in South Dakota.
0: Really? Like the uh, whole state is tags. three units? Well, the whole was.
1: state is, I think there's seven or eight total between all the other units. Um or maybe there's six there's either six or seven eight something like that but not enough (laughs) not enough but the uh long story short there's probably somewhere in the ballpark of i don't know eight thousand ten thousand maybe even more applicants for bighorn sheep in south dakota and there's let's say there's eight tags so eight guys out of ten thousand get a tag why why is that not to
3: cut you off is there not that many of them out there or like what's why is there only eight tags are
1: dude? They're really disease prone. So what happens is they get these herds up and then uh, they come in contact with like uh, domestic sheep or goats and they carry a strain of pneumonia that's a hundred percent lethal in bighorn sheep. So if they come in contact with a domestic sheep or goat, they're pretty much guaranteed to die. Damn. Um, it's, it's bad, but you can't tell like a landowner, Hey, you can't have sheep. You can't have goats on their land, you know? So it's been tough. Okay. The, there used to be more tags. Um, there was fewer units, but there was more tags in the units that there was sheep in, but it's just like a never ending battle. The population fluctuates so much. And anyhow, he, uh, it, so let me ask, is it kind of tag.
0: a, this might not be as common as a thing is, but is it, it sort of looked, and I, I might be out of stretch here and you might not know because, <laughs> Hearing that, in my eyes, like I would see sheep farmers and be like, "Man, fuck you! <laughs> Just get normal animals like a cow or something." Hey, hey pal, go piss up a rope. Do you know what Listen, I mean? We
4: ran into one. We ran into a landowner that, um, the very first thing I did was type this place we went. I typed it in. It's called Elk Mountain. I typed in Elk Mountain bighorn sheep. Very first thing that popped up was um, a landowner that was pissed off about the sheep, and this was a couple of years back. So, and and he. I think he, we found out by talking to him while we are down there, he, he owned sheep, and I think that's kind of why he was
1: real upset with the whole situation. But yeah, and there's a little dilemma, too, surrounding if they were ever native out here or not. And, well, not, but regardless, hmm. there's some really big sheep in South Dakota. The biggest sheep ever killed in the entire world was killed in South Dakota two years ago. With I remember boat.
0: that. Jeremy said, you guys yeah, had that huge. at your dealership, your Dodge dealership, which is ironic.
1: Yeah, they did the panel scoring there. Um, one of our good customers called me up and said, Hey, you got somewhere we can score the sheep? And I was like, uh, fuck yeah. We can. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll
2: fucking find one.
1: <laughs> it was cool just to hold that and see it. And I think there's a couple running around out in that same unit where he shot that one that are probably just as big, but okay. he draws his tag and now is that, is that a resident only tag?
3: A, like only residents can yes. apply for that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, they also do an auction tag every year to raise money uh, for conservation, and it brings usually right around a hundred thousand dollars every
0: Holy year. Holy shit! Yo, Kurt, let's buy one. of them I've heard here. them going for three hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> before sheep tags.
1: Yeah, it goes for a lot of money, and there's a lot of different auction tags around the country. But the one out here, I think, usually brings between eighty and I don't know what the highest it's ever brought is, but. It's, uh, people pay for it, they're not, they're not afraid. Well, it's kind of like,
0: yeah, that's a lot of money and that sucks. But sort of if there's that few, if someone can spend that money and it goes to conservation, it's kind of hard to complain about that.
3: If you can do it, why not? Right, exactly.
1: Right. If I had yeah, the coin, I would never complain about, it. I think it's awesome.
3: If I had the cash to do it, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, for like, sure. Give me a bidding
3: number right now. Just walk
2: in, fuck these guys and just throw <laughs> the number out Damn. right away. 80 grand. <laughs> yeah. 95. Just
1: leave your hand in the air until yeah. it's over. Just never <laughs> put fucking it Fucking beat it, losers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> kick rocks. I'll kid. be here all night. I'm good shit. Like, and if Buckstorm <laughs> comes with me,
0: you gotta take 10 grand off the price because I gotta deal with those. those. No, Alright, I won't say what I was gonna say. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> just drinking bush light and been on a
3: a sheep hunt? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was gonna say something about yes. modern times. You know, you just can't speak the same language we used to speak five years ago on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Times, oh, change. yeah. times have times changed. We don't want to get cancelled, you know? Cancel culture.
1: People are getting too sensitive. Cancelled. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> anyway, so your buddy. Just, see, anyway, see, just move past it. Yeah, canceled. That's right. <laughs> we're scared of it now. We're not scared of it. The hunting community should be a little more put together than that. Um, so it's it. Your buddy wins the lottery because I remember that that guy was hunting. Sort of. We we ran into him antelope hunting last year, right? Uh,
4: yep. The the taxidermist. Yeah, yep. he's not the one who won the tag.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
4: But he, he's kind of our connection to being able to go on this because he's friends with the guy that had the tag. But, yeah, we did run into him last year. Okay, yep. okay.
1: And they might be up around there this year, too. We might run into him again. But uh Marty draws this tag, good friend of Justin's. Uh Me and Jeremy went out scouting quite a bit. We put some cameras up. Um It's in an area that's kind of known for camera theft. And I don't know, I don't think it's just hunters. I think there's like a lot of sheep lovers that run that country.
4: Yeah. And they Antis, uh...
0: <laughs> sheep buckers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. sheep puckers the up there.
1: The Velcro glove community, but anyhow, uh... <laughs> Hell yeah. Sorry, that's a that's a joke that we we always say. Anyhow, uh we had a camera stolen. And then we had another camera that somebody literally took a like pink rag. You could tell they weren't a hunter cause they didn't even shut it off. They just put a pink rag over it. Some like earplug with cord on them, tied it around our camera so it couldn't take pictures. Well, there was already pictures on the chip. They didn't think to try to open it and take the chip or anything, which is cool.
4: But, I think I, I,
2: think but, I saw uh, you post that. I was like, what the, who does that? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Had to have been a sheep lover that doesn't want us killing them or something,
1: I don't know what it was, but anyhow, we decided to take them down because their sheep are really um they move a lot, like they'll summer in an area and then all the females hang out in a different area. And as the year goes on, the rut is usually like November, um, sometimes late October, November into early December, they'll move and they kind of move, um, already like coming where we were scouting. Uh, we didn't see many sheep when we went back out there. They had kind of all slid a few miles south. So it's more just to see what's out there. But we took all our cameras down because we were like, we're not going to donate anymore. And uh, we just scouted a little bit. The biggest key to scouting was we knew it was going to be the first couple days before season. So Jeremy and uh, Marty, Seth, Justin, all of them went out. I was stuck at work, of course. And, uh, Something's wrong with this picture. His boss gets stuck at work. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> the record, Jeremy works for me. But He's I, uh, your bitch. Yeah.
4: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is going is... to make that public? Hey, easy. Well, come
0: on, man.
1: <laughs> but we, uh, they went down. They scouted for a couple of days. They saw a bunch of sheep, a couple pretty good rams. We just weren't really seeing the quality of sheep that we had hoped to. And, uh... I came down the night before season. I finally got down there, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go scout up north because they hadn't seen any sheep up north. Everybody you talked to said there's no sheep up north. I'm like, well, where am I going to go? I'm going to go up north. So I went up north, and I just sat down and started glassing, and sure as shit, I find a single big ram from, like, a mile and a half. I didn't know how good he was, so got around on him, realized he was a dang good one, probably the biggest sheep in that unit more than likely to my knowledge, he's actually the biggest sheep that's ever been killed in that unit. But the, uh, we, I watched him tell dark he wasn't going anywhere. He was just chilling. So we thought I went back, showed all the guys, the footage. And we thought that we had kind of a home run plan for the next day. And we, uh, went back to camp, had some beers, went to bed, got in there real early and we glassed, and we glassed, and we glassed, and we could not find him anywhere.
4: We got too cocky.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We, all you guys are doing your homework, over,
0: though. You know what I mean? You guys are doing your homework. Like, that's what anybody would do, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And especially for a tag like that, and there was some other hunters. Like, there's three <laughs> tags, but everybody's kind of hunting the same area because the majority of the sheep are in the same area. So that kind of made it, Tricky, and they were kind of nervous because there was both the other hunters were down there where they had been scouting the first couple days. So when I found that sheep, it kind of opened up a world of opportunity. I didn't see a single person up there; nobody knew he was there. We were like, we're gonna have this to ourselves, at least we thought so. And we ended up glassing all morning. We moved around in the same valley. I mean, it's big, big country, so it's not like you can just sit down and glass for 20 minutes. We ended up glassing for six hours um, before we decided to go get lunch.
4: And if you've never done that, it's like it's super exhausting sitting and staring at binoculars for six hours straight. It's a long
3: it time. Takes to a toll it on your it eyeballs, man. Easy.
1: Oh, it's bad. Like literally, we're glassing for one sheep, and I'm confident there was only one sheep in that whole canyon, and that's the one we were after. Which we we were cool with that because we he was all alone so we knew we'd have a lot better chance of killing him if we could find him we just had to find him so we went back to camp had some beers or not we didn't have beers we had beers the night before i guess it was daytime we took a nap had some breakfast we literally go back out and decide to split up jeremy and justin were going to glass the east face that we couldn't really cover all of that morning we were going to go back up and just sit in that canyon until dark if we had to and wait. And Justin literally, they stop from the pickup. They're glassing like a mile away on the side hill and he spots him within 30 seconds of them stopping the pickup after glassing all morning.
0: No kidding. That
5: just passed you your cheer, you, look like,
1: <laughs> you go from a super low
4: to a super high like instantly. I mean, we've been looking for him right. all damn day and we went to bed thinking we're going to wake up and it's going to be a slam dunk and then
0: right right the
4: so, just as the day goes you're like just getting crushed
0: yeah well I mean yeah you go to bed you you located one you go back and then your your expectation just fall and your hopes could fall and you're it, I, dude I can imagine yeah. that feeling you know I, I mean I've, I feel yeah, like we, I've had that that kind of not to that level of like winning the lottery type tag but you have a certain expectation right. and you go hunting and it right. kind of lets you down um, the guy who spotted this the sheep the next or it'd be later that day right um is he known for being a guy that has a good eye for stuff like that or was it like it just kind of felt like fate like it fell into it do you know what i mean Well, he's
1: a flatlander so he's a flatlander (laughs) so it was fate. i'll give it to him he he goes out in glasses like he just killed a really nice 155 inch four by four whitetail with his bow the other day is that that big he's been watching him yep oh awesome
0: yeah. yeah okay add respect for that Study. one the, the
4: the thing about the way it was We the that whole face was just 100% sun and it was pretty warm out I don't know what the temperature was it was probably almost 80 and there was big rocks on the side hill so the only place you're looking is in the shade and there really wasn't a ton of shade and he just happened to look at like the biggest rock on the side hill and there he was so I, I mean anybody probably could have done it but it, you know, it's just, he's
0: just like it, he just happened to do it. shit on all this guy's credit. <laughs> he's gonna listen to this podcast and be like, "Man, think... they're gonna give me credit. I'm the man. I found that that sheep." And then I'm just like, "Tell me about this guy. Did he get lucky?" And then he's just like, "Damn it, it all went down. He found the one shade spot him, and look. He
4: gets all the credit. He gets all the credit. But it's just
0: okay. It, it, nice save. Real good friends. <laughs> Why
4: do you gotta do that to
1: me, man? We're not telling <laughs> about
0: this. Are we? Yeah. Hey, don't <laughs> well, listen to that podcast. We dropped the ball.
1: Yes." Everyone was trying to give me credit for finding him the night before, and I'm like, I don't even want credit. I just want to go kill him. Like, I don't care. I don't need credit. I I could care less if I ever even saw him. And it just worked out really good. It was just super cool how it went down. And literally where he was laying, we could have never seen him from where we were glassing that morning. That's why we couldn't find him. Well, we had to go park on top of the mountain because it's kind of a landlocked area with private land bordering it. And the wind was pretty bad, and we were a little nervous. So we decided to err on the side of caution. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon we had all afternoon. So we literally dove off the mountain, dropped a 1,000 feet in elevation, had to hike back up just to get the wind right, probably 400 feet or so. Got into position, and we took our time. It was ended up being a 373-yard shot
4: with a pretty good
1: crosswind. But Marty's is dead eye so we weren't too worried about it and he smoked him it was it wasn't a bow hunt but a -a once-in-a-lifetime hunt like that plus marty's in his 50s i think i hope
3: 70 yards out with his bow
0: A yeah
1: (laughs) he arched it in there but yeah it was it was super cool um check out the video it's on our it tells a story better than we can but uh yeah. By the way, I want to give credit really to that video. There,
0: so. I, I finally did watch the whole thing. I don't know if I ever told you guys that I finished the whole video the other oh, night.
1: Damn
4: time!
0: And uh, <laughs> hey, I was messaging. I was like, "When you're watching the kiddos, it's hard to it's hard to get through a whole video." So I watched it. I watched it in like ten minute increments. Well, then I cut back and just watched the thing whole, all the way through. And the way you guys told the story is kind of the way you paint the whole picture on on the video. But it's cool to. It was cool to watch. I like the buildup of it because. Travis, when you spotted that sheep moving through, because you're you're by yourself and you see this big-ass sheep, and I'm kind of like having the same feelings for you while you're watching the sheep. It's And then he beds down and it's like, man, hopefully he doesn't leave. So then you kind of like have that <laughs> anticipation when you guys go back. Like you kind of feel a little bit of that. So it, it was cool, and it was neat to see the shot and how excited everybody was. That's like my favorite part of it. Like Great video, man. The emotional part oh, of it. Oh, yeah. And it
4: was just cool. I missed the shot. That was that was kind of shitty.
1: <laughs> yeah, we left Jeremy down below to spot just in case he happened to get up and move um, so we could meet back up and make a new game plan. And plus, we probably didn't really need five guys trying to sneak on this world-class sheep. <laughs> it's a smart so, move. It's a
3: smart move. You didn't have your sheep suit yeah. on that day? <laughs> well,
4: I was watching through the spotter, and I could tell they were about to shoot. And here comes the landowner that lives right next to him and on a side-by-side. And I already knew this was the guy that hates sheep. I didn't know if he hated hunters, so I was shitting bricks, trying to talk to this guy, knowing that if I'm nice to him and he likes me, he's going to give us access to get in there to get the sheep. And so he wants to tell me his life story. He's shitting on the game fish, how much he hates what they're doing (laughs) to him and all this stuff. And I'm trying to be nice to this guy all the while trying to watch them shoot this sheep.
2: He was doing the, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, man.
4: And I didn't want to ignore him. Well, I ended up missing the shot and then finally I was like, alright, looks like they shot him. Do you mind if we go ahead and drive across your pasture and get him? And he, he ended up being really nice, but. Yeah,
1: he was super cool and Jeremy's the real MVP because if, <laughs> if we wouldn't have got access. We would have literally had to pack him up hill 600 feet.
4: I took one for I the five. i doing it,
1: but <laughs> 600 feet. In a short amount of time. Like, it's not like a gradual 600 feet. It's straight up and down. It's the one time and, it's
0: acceptable to turn from like a hardcore sheep hunter, Jeremy, to being an Instagram hoe, like, instantly. Like, <laughs> you're down there, like, I was, I showing cleavage too. and, like, blinking at them all slow, like, oh, oh, yeah. flipping we, your hair. <laughs> can we cut across your pasture? This. It's a long hike down. <laughs> Those boys are going to be tired. <laughs>
4: He was he was telling me about the history of his place there, how he's a third generation or whatever, and I was, like, super interested, like, tell me all about it. I'll I'll listen to everything. What, what kind really of combine you did
0: your dad have? <laughs> <laughs> Asking about shit you don't give a fuck about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: That's exactly what I did.
0: Hey, but uh, it all
4: worked <laughs> out, all didn't it?
1: Side. Absolutely. Go it ahead. all worked out, and... It worked out real good that he let us go in there because we were able it was still super steep, but we were able to pack him straight downhill, and it was awesome. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, the video tells the story like you said, a lot better than you can really put into words, but it's really surreal because most people don't even get to ever go experience a bighorn sheep hunt right and just to to do that and to kill the biggest sheep that's ever been killed in that unit is just pretty uh, pretty insane that it went down that way. And the only sheep that's ever been killed in that area of that unit, because they're never up in that north end, but this ram was probably eight, nine years old, just old and lazy, and they're not rutting right now. So he's like, I'm just staying here. I ain't going south till the – he knows. He's smart. I'm going to wait till the ladies are ready before I head down.
0: Yeah. No, that's really cool, man. Like, you guys did your homework, and I'm sure – the hunter who who got got the sheep is so thankful for you guys for d- putting in the work for that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, super good, good of, dude too. He's just an awesome class act guy. And just to put in perspective how lucky this guy is, the same guy drew archery elk tag in South Dakota this year. And he's actually out hunting right now. I'm actually hoping to get a text from him yet tonight that says, "Hey, get your packs ready." <laughs> no kidding. Cuz I know he's sitting in a sitting on a wallow where we, I have a trail camera that has had some good bulls on it, so, so I'm hoping to get a text and go get a little sore before sheep camp <laughs> or goat
0: camp. So what's cool about you guys? Take your own time, your own vacation time to help other hunters. Like you guys are, you don't have to take a week off to go hunt with us.
3: Well, and that kind of comes into my question. Like this guy that that shot the sheep, was he like a really good friend of yours, or was he like kind of a guy you kind of knew? And he's like, hey, can you come videotape this because it's like a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. chance of me shooting right. a sheep
4: we never we never met the guy until i uh was down there monday that the day before the hunt we talked to him in, on text and and stuff like that but we, we felt
1: never, like we kind of knew him but we were good friends we're good friends with justin justin's cousin seth's this marty's actually seth's boss and good friends of justin too so they they were good friends so kind of a friend of a friend deal but that's how you that's the cool thing about like diehard hunters and he's no like he's a big time hunter he's killed a lot of really nice animals with his bow um he's a big he shoots big whitetails i mean that's what they do in that country because eastern south dakota is kind of more comparable comparable to like what you guys do you know down in the crop country with the timber groves and whatever it's it's more like that whereas western south dakota is the plains and different style of hunting right so it's He's not like a guy that never hunts that drew this tag and went out. and He busted his butt. I mean, he stuck right with us. He's got a bad knee. He didn't ever say a word about it hurting him. He just kept on grinding, and he's out here now grinding, trying to kill elk with his bow. So just a super good dude. It's cool the connections you make through hunting. I mean, like meeting you guys, meeting a lot of people we've met over the years, and they've become your good friends. Just by, I mean taking going on a hunt together, and you can always tell if somebody's a good dude.
3: Oh right, and yeah. I, I think that like just talking to you guys now, I think we're gonna get along great and oh, yeah. to camp and joke around and bullshit and for sure drink some beers. Oh yeah,
4: for sure. That's, I mean that's part of the, that's one of the best things is camp.
1: Oh that is the it, best really, it really Absolutely. is.
0: We're gonna have a blast, man. I right when the boys got here, I got a uh, bear barbecue primed up for camp, and I know you guys are gonna bring out uh, sheep brats, right?
1: Yeah, Barney yeah. so, brought us some sheep brats. We'll don't let me down. Stuff, I want to try one of those. And, oh, yeah, those are in the safety zone of my freezer. If anyone touches them, they die. <laughs> Is it safe wow. to say
0: that's the only time I'll ever eat those in my life?
1: Yes. More than likely, unless one of us gets really lucky and draws another sheep tag or something one of these years. Dude, but if that I happens,
0: I will take vacation time to come out to just... I'll film it, whatever, whatever you want. Like, just <laughs> really, to be yeah. there in the moment, just to be there. Because after watching the, the video and then like hearing you guys talk about it, you'll never experience that again, you know. Or especially a guy from Illinois will never ever experience right. that. Like, there's no yeah, chance. You got twenty five grand sitting around. No, I don't. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: Well,
1: here's another. <laughs> yeah. Here's another. Here's another <laughs> well,
0: question. Lot, like, he shot it with a
3: rifle. Is there an archery tag for that?
1: It's an any weapon tag.
3: Oh, it is
2: okay. You probably don't do archery though, yeah, right? So I mean, that's scary. So I think he probably would have ring. tried
1: to use his bow, but he had an archery elk tag too, so he's like kind of okay, juggling, yeah. like, hey, I got both these tags, plus it's big country, and if he, if he busted it and ended up like ripping his knee or something on a sheep hunt then not even be able to elk hunt, I think it was more of a, you know what, let's go, I drew this tag, I want to make sure I have a good chance at make an ethical shot and they're not easy to get close to. I mean, they're, they're not as spooky as a deer, but they are no dummies. I mean, they get hunted, especially in that unit a fair amount. So, uh, the way the, where that one was bedded, it might've been possible to sneak in there with a bow. Um, there was another guy that killed one with a bow here in the unit that borders us. Just an absolute giant. The s- same day that we killed ours, we were actually going to go help him pack it out, but we were busy packing ours out so we never got a chance to but it's just uh he just chose to use a rifle mainly i think because he had that archery elk tagger he probably would have used his bow
0: yeah i can understand that 100 like i don't look down on anybody (laughs) for shooting a rifle right and it's so
3: mind-blowing it's kind of a it's so mind-blowing to me that you guys, in your state, you have so many species to hunt.
0: I want to move there, man. Let's move to South Dakota and run the podcast Like, it's out crazy. There. I got to get up at on,
3: midnight Dude, to crazy. buy a doe tag for whitetails. And, like, you guys are, you have so many species that you can apply for tags or you can just get tags over the counter. It's, it's let's, insane.
0: Let's move the podcast center state South Dakota. We can get the whitetails eastern state and we can hit everything else on the western side of the state of the river. Let's do it. It really
1: is like a hidden gem. I mean, from the outside looking in like elk hunting and stuff, the opportunity doesn't exist for non-residents. So it's there's no non-resident elk tags, there's no non-resident like mountain goat or bighorn sheep tags, uh, none of that. It's all resident only because we don't have the population to support all these tags.
0: Yeah, yeah, but that makes sense.
1: From a deer hunting and antelope hunting perspective, it's it's really a great state. I mean, even as a non-resident, it's a great state to come hunt and it's easy. There's a ton of public land. It's easy to get tags. If you do your homework, I mean, anybody can go on Onyx and just like look at a unit, be like, hmm, there's got to be antelope there. I mean, look at all that public land you have. And some of it you got to hike into. I mean, it's there's like five, six, seven mile deep tracks of public land where the only way you Huge. can get there is to put the boots on, you know?
0: Yeah. And I like doing that, but man. We, we, goat we found goats doing that. You know, that's we we yeah. hiked in and be like, "Oh shit, there's antelope hiding back here."
4: You know. And it was ninety degrees that day. Oh, I yep.
0: know. And that's
1: what we do with deer all the time. With deer, I mean, you can take a little piece that doesn't even look that good, but it goes like three miles back in there. They have just a false sense of security back there. Most people are lazy. They just don't get out of the truck and they just glass from the truck. They don't go there. Right, You get back in there, it might just be a flat, nothing field, and you could find a 200-inch mule deer bedded up in there. Really? You just never know. That's beautiful.
3: So, so what big game species does South Dakota offer for non-residents uh, and residents?
4: Break it down.
1: Yeah. So for resident only out here in the Black Hills, there's over a million acres of public land. I mean, basically our backyard is 99.9% public land. It's just public everywhere you go i mean you still got to keep an eye there's a few small private tracks but nobody owns much and in the black hills um there's white tail there's mule deer there's bighorn sheep mountain goat elk mountain kitties uh mountain lions and then as you expand to the like to the east and out on the prairie not too far from here uh antelope there's a big time mix of mule deer and white tail in western South Dakota and then as you get into eastern South Dakota, it's primarily white tail and it's more crop crop ground. So usually the bigger white tail, not always, there's some big ones that get shot out west too, but there's some really big white tails that get shot out east every single year. So you're um, talking seven species of century, different
3: so. things that you guys have the capable of shooting.
1: Yeah, on the big game side. Jeez.
0: I'm telling you, the podcast ever moves. If we relocate, we're going to South Dakota. <laughs> we're going center yeah. state. We're going to live on the river, and we're going to just. go yeah, well, I back can and sell forth.
3: some trucks. You guys hiring or what,
0: dude? That's what I. I texted him the <laughs> other day, and I said, "Hire me! I'm moving. Let's go." If
3: I can't sell them, I can work on them. That's fine. I don't
1: give hey, a shit.
0: Eric, well, well, the good
1: thing is, I can always create a spot. <laughs> Whoa, come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather wrench on shit than sell shit. So I'll wrench on shit. Eric, I got,
4: I've got a lot of kids to feed.
0: I'll be a, I'll be a yeah. salesman. Yeah, there you go. Douglas, do the sales. The Eric salesman. will be your, like, your lead welder, and I'll be the, just the wrench junkie. I'll just loosen and tighten bolts all day.
1: <laughs> Love it. Boy, you guys come out here. I've lived out here my whole life. I could find you a job. We'll find you a job. If you want to move out here. There's plenty of jobs out here.
3: It's, I know there's a lot of welding jobs in South Dakota out there. Hey,
0: give us two years. We're trying to. We're trying to. This pot. We're getting ready to dive deep, boys. Just a little sneak peek for our listeners. We're about to dive deep. Give us a couple of years. We'll be in South Dakota. Yes, <laughs> Love it. we're mo- we moving. When we move, we, hey, we're like Joe Rogan going from California to Texas. We're going Illinois to South Dakota. <laughs> can
3: I still be an Iowa resident? <laughs> yes, though?
0: dude. You won't need to be.
3: Yeah, sure. They got
0: push light in South Dakota.
3: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. You're right. You're
0: right. That's the only thing holding me back. Eric, we could hunt elk.
5: <laughs> do think of
0: mule deer, Whitetail, They're there. Goats, sheep. One and you know we win the lottery. Hunt some sheep. Well, we can afford that. The well, podcast will we'll pay for it. We'll <laughs> buy one. <laughs> Support us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we have our hundred thousand dollar membership. Yeah, you get to go on a sheep hunt with us. And watch me kill one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get to watch us yes. kill a sheep with your money.
4: <laughs> That's brilliant.
0: Hey. That's a great
4: business
1: we, plan. Yeah. It's... We might need to talk off the air and put some little uh, business scheme together here. What's a lifetime deal? Going. We might be sheep hunting every year.
0: Listen, I got ideas. I got ideas for production here that we we're going to move to South Dakota in two years. Buckstorm will just be like a frequent guest, and you'll just you'll be our personal guides, and we'll pay you. If
3: you're gonna buy a Ram pickup, go to these guys because you want dry, fly across the state. They don't give a shit. Yeah, across the country, they're giving
1: them away. them away over there. <laughs> yeah, cheap. Absolutely, exactly, and we we'll deliver them too. You don't even have to come get it as long as you don't need to see it first. I mean,
0: is that really is that true?
1: Jeremy, so. Oh yeah,
3: we just need that Ram sponsorship. You know what's up? Hey.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a good idea.
1: Just, That'd be all right. I mean, we did just shoot a ram on that hunt, so I mean, it's only fitting. Let's that's talk after thing. the
0: podcast because I'm, I'm sure you guys are wanting to fork out a couple of trucks. So,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I drive a
3: Zuzu now. You. I'll, dri- I gladly drive a fucking Ram it's, pickup. It's a rodeo, truck. right? Rodeo, yep. Yeah. Zuzu rodeo, <laughs> yeah. Real right. nice unit. Nothing
1: wrong with that.
3: Hell <laughs> no. Let's well, well, go with the beer on top. You're gonna
1: be out here, so drive a couple vehicles out we'll send you home in a couple new ones there we just go just kidding we don't have time for that we're hunting yeah
3: we're hunting, we're hunting. i will gladly drive my rodeo out with 240,000 miles if you give me a new one
0: a fair trade
3: fair trade straight up
1: <laughs> straight up <laughs> straight across i love it i want to make sure you get here to hunt with us so i don't know if we should <laughs> risk that it's,
3: it's worth about $45
0: Probably at this point, yeah. <laughs> hey, at windshield. least you
1: understand
4: that. Most people don't. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I get it. Well, we're bringing the podcast trailer out. It's going to be a mobile billboard across Interstate 80, and uh, we're going for it. I
4: so, love it. Um, Looking forward to it. Literally, to be a great time. I
0: can't wait, man. In real life, the time of this recording, it is, we're leaving in two. We got to work tomorrow and the next day, and then we're leaving Friday morning, and we're on our way, boys. Yep. We're leaving we're, we're
1: leaving Friday morning too, so we're going to do a little pre-scouting while you're driving.
0: I like it cuz we're going to leave the the yeah, Buckatorium hey, studio at 5 a.m. and we're going to pick air, air clothes an hour away and then we're pounding pounding pavement all the way out there.
4: Did you tell him not to wear Crocs and shorts?
0: Um, I was going to do that again anyway because it was good karma for the last time. Bro, that's my look.
4: Oh, you're you're getting brave now.
0: You know rattlesnakes. They're
4: bad again this year.
0: Are they? <sighs> <laughs> are they really?
4: <laughs> snakes. We're talking about snakes. No one knows what we're talking about.
0: Crocs are guaranteed uh, protectors, dude. I'm yeah, gonna protectors. I'll stomp rattle a rattlesnake out in some Crocs, or I'm, I'm willing to die in Crocs. know <laughs> Yo, you better get that
3: thing mounted if you do that.
0: I still got the skin from last year's rattlesnake in the freezer. I need to do something with that. But you know, I'm will I'm willing to stomp a rattlesnake out or die in Crocs. You know.
1: Hell yeah. Hey, my wife's a nurse. I'll see if I can get my hands on some anti venom. There you go. Yeah, just yeah. have it
0: with you, just in case. Just suck out the venom. <laughs> yeah,
2: Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Jeremy.
1: <Whoa>. Shot's fired. <laughs> hey, it is. Kirk what just stomps out of
2: her house and turns Jeremy. <laughs> <he's> got, <laughs> he got me yeah. towards the pubic area. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. There is a little less grass this year, so they shouldn't surprise us quite as bad as last year. But there's still plenty of places that there's, yeah, they're sneaky. I mean, you never know. It's I've hunted out here my whole life. I've never even, I mean, I've got close to getting bit by one, but for the most part, you're pretty safe. And in the event you do get bit with one, you're not going to die. They're not diamondbacks. Yo, I don't. It might mess up your hunt, but you're not going to die. It's not going to yeah, feel so good. So I don't
3: fuck. Yeah. I don't fucks with snakes. You know what
0: I'm saying? I, I'm an, I'd, I'd catch them to be honest. <laughs> They scare you a little differently when you're right on top one. Remember we were stalking we're through that shoot em. we were Oh, we did last year, but remember we were stalking through that thick ass like that tall thick field? That shit
4: was bad. we were walking so through bad,
0: yeah. we hit the one spot where like the weeds and the grass kind of get short cuz we were we were on antelope. We were going to make a stock on antelope. And we we're walking and we through this fucking- field. we were walking through this field that's like waist waist-ish high and then we hit this yeah. like low spot where it's like just below your knee, probably, like maybe a little shorter. Like, like just, easy walking,
3: you're like, Oh, yeah, look at this spot. Yeah, right here.
0: open spot. We hit that open spot, Shhh, a rattlesnake pops up. But remember, it was like a black rattlesnake? Like you can still see the pattern, yeah, but it, it was, was like super black. It was dark. It was, I and wanted he decided it. To rattle. Go ahead, tell the story.
1: <laughs> he, de- he decided to rattle after we passed him. Like, no warning. Just, I'm going to let you get a couple feet past me, and then I'm going to decide to tell you I'm here.
0: Wow. Dude, my butthole. You, I, I'm going to take some words out of Fred Eichler's book. You couldn't hammer a grease BB in my ass with a hammer. <laughs> because yes. we're halfway past this thing. And all I remember is, I, I. this is the one thing I remember. I remember that Ralph's like popping up. I remember Travis going, that's a black one. And I'm like, ooh, I want. I'll, in my head, I'm so redneck. I'm like, I want that. You know, because I wanted to mount. That'd be a cool one to mount. But then we're in the middle of stalking an antelope. You got distracted, and I'm like, I don't have my bow with me because I had already tagged out. Papa Dave has the bow, but I'm like, I don't, no, don't shoot it because we're going in after this animal. I'd rather see my dad shoot an antelope than a rattlesnake. <laughs> so we go, <laughs> ballad. Can you
3: can you eat them sons of bitches? Oh
0: fuck, we tri- we ate the one last year. Oh, that's right. We, we blew the stock of this antelope. Guess what we do? Walk right the fuck back. Through the small spot where the rattlesnake was, so on the way Why back, you? I'm I'm holding on. I'm like damn damn near riding Jeremy like piggyback, so I don't get so he gets bit. You know, like a donkey. I wanted him third in line because the first person gets warned, the second one gets striked at, and the third person gets bit committed. The last dude's <laughs> like, oh man, and then outruns everybody. <laughs> oh man. So wow. Oh, so that's how it works.
4: Hey, so. that's another.
1: Another reason to watch that sheep video. I gave a little advice on rattlesnakes <laughs> how to walk around. It's it's really good advice. So make sure you watch it and make sure you hunt with Jeremy and then you're good. Travis awesome.
3: just slaps on top of the head. I just want yeah, to don't catch do one. that.
0: <laughs> catch one. Yeah, we killed one with a weed eater and no, a bow I last year. I want to catch it. A
3: weed eater. A weed Why weed the eater fuck
0: is a bad have...
4: idea, by the way.
0: Why the fuck
3: did you have a weed eater? Talk with to you? Jeremy. That's his deal. You
2: need, a, you need a <laughs> like a blow dart gun. Uh, mm-hmm.
4: You'll find out, I guess. Yeah. Watch watch the Buxton so, uh, video,
2: or I don't know if it was on
0: this.
4: Here's Buck the deal: video.
1: Here's all we have to deal. do is walk in a single file line behind Jeremy, and we good.
0: We good. Okay, okay. So, okay. I love how he gets the the the, brunt the shit of a ended a stick yeah. every time. It turned like last year, we all turned on him in camp for no reason. He's just like, why am I getting all this shit for no reason? Why? It's just it is what it is, man. I'm sorry. It I is. Got, what I got it feelings, is. guys. I got feelings.
1: Yeah, it's all good. He can take it.
0: You just don't show him. I think that's that's the problem.
4: Now you sound like my wife.
0: Ooh. damn. That's
2: a different rattlesnake.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. They don't warn you when they're going to
1: bite.
4: Speaking of wives,
1: I've all had a heart attack that I wasn't going to be able to go to, sh- to go camp.
3: We heard this story before because, the podcast. Go ahead and tell We're it, terms. Tell it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> my wife is... My wife got really sick, like yesterday morning, she woke up, sore throat. You know, if I, if I was that sick, she'd call it the man flu, but I'd actually think she was pretty sick. So she's a nurse, so naturally she had to go get tested for COVID. For, and in my head, I'm COVID. like, oh my God, if she tests positive, I'm, I'm screwed because I won't be able to take the kids to daycare. I'll have to stay home with the boys. For anyone listening, I have twins, so. Not like you can just like pawn them off on someone, especially if they've been exposed to COVID allegedly. So
3: bring them to camp allegedly.
1: <laughs> so I'm like this morning, I'm like praying harder than I did in high school, like a high school pregnancy test, you know, just <laughs> praying for a negative.
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've, we've all been I, there.
1: Uh, yeah, we've all been there. But <laughs> this morning, like eight thirty on my way to work, I get a text negative. I'm like.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes! I can go. I was nervous, man. Like a little
1: kid. Dude, we've been waiting for this
4: for a... A year. Over every year. We we yep. talked about it last year. We get just
1: as excited as you guys do, I think. I mean, it's just, like you said, the camp experience, just getting together, hanging out. I mean, if we obviously were there hoping to kill something, but even if we didn't kill a single thing, we're going to have a great time. Oh, I mean, we're gonna have a I'm sure blast, somebody man. will kill something, but... It's gonna
0: be fun. Love a Riot. I've been I've been telling all the W C B boys about you. Like, you gotta meet these guys, they're so much fun. You guys are just like us. Um and, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to like spending a trade show with you guys so the whole because we're gonna have most of our crew there, like you know our, you know, we're the three main hosts, but the crew is gonna be there and just having everybody meet you guys and hang do out. Do they and understand
3: those. how we do trade shows?
0: I don't know because you guys they've so. never done a trade show. <laughs> never? This is their first show. I've heard
1: stories. Oh boy! Uh, I think it goes something like uh, Bushlight. Show up thirty minutes late. Bush Light.
0: Actually, we're always <laughs> early. We are. We're I'm some, just the, kidding. We're, but we're some of the first people there. But that's just because we want to start drinking before everybody else.
2: Yeah, it's usually Bloody Marys <laughs> or
3: Bushlight.
1: We, we want like, a
2: pregame before the game.
0: That's, that's right.
1: right. That's yep. right. Exactly. We're looking forward to. It. That'll be a great time.
3: We're going to see if you guys can hang or not. You know what I'm saying?
0: We're season pros
2: Jeremy in the
3: camp. trade show game now.
2: Well, uh, we. We got a year break, and we're gonna really test our oh, metal. yeah, this we, year we might have Dude, we're a little come back strong and healthy. We done, boys. Well, <laughs> we haven't
3: we haven't drank any less, so I don't know about that. That's true, yeah,
0: right? Yeah, Iowa Classic. We get there an hour early before everybody else. We've already six bush lights in and two bloodies, and then and silos
3: yeah. silos by the way silo
0: bush lights, and then so and then I'm drinking a Pedialyte at 9 a.m. And some smart ass 45 year old's <laughs> like he's drinking a Pedialyte. He's hung over. I'm like, sir you only knew where's your where's your daughter you know (laughs) savage just kidding i never said that but i I thought it
3: but i thought it you'd like to have said it
0: yeah i was like where's that thought that hoe over there oh i see her instagram what's up instagram saw it or what (laughs) <laughs> I'm losing it. It's time to close this podcast. Out. Oh, I can't
3: wait for the podcast in <laughs> camp, man. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to get wild. Podcasts.
1: It's going to be fun. I'll be
2: Let's there. The I'll fun. be there next year. You'll, You'll be make,
0: there in, spirit. in spirits. Spirits in and mustache. Yeah, I'll be spirit. uh
2: working and drinking after work. You'll so. be drinking at work? No, I don't can't do, do that. that. Doug's having a housewarming party sure. while we're gone. We'll yeah.
1: We'll call you at least and rub it in a little bit Yeah, while just
2: we're... just call me. Or I'll, I'll call you guys and see well, what's going on. Well, I'll on. kill
3: the first day and just drive back and go to his housewarming party. Dude, fucking. There you go. Yes. Hey.
1: Or we'll leave him in the dark and be like, yeah, it's been. It you're going to ghost me. We didn't like have every any girl. fun. Like every girl. <laughs>
2: Put you on read. Yeah, that sounds fun. And that's all you are <laughs> <laughs> nah,
0: It's going to be a good hey, time. Hey, we
3: killed seven animals today. And that's all we say. To well, the yeah, Alex. what if
0: we kill? What if we fill all our tags day one?
4: That's nine tags. <laughs> <laughs> but what if? Got goat tags too. But what if? Yeah,
0: <laughs> can you imagine that? <laughs> Unless, what if we did? <laughs>
5: that- hey,
0: yo, you better bring a That'd sharp fucking
1: knife if that happens.
0: I, I, I'm not gonna lie; I'd still camp all week. Oh hell yeah! Oh, say, oh hell would yeah. you?
1: I have 24 blades for my knife, so we'll be good.
0: Yeah, me too. I like I'm good. It. Well, cool, boys. Well, tell everybody where to find you, and uh, just. This is your time to speak to the people, however you want to speak to them.
1: Yeah, just check, check us out. Uh, Instagram, at Buckstorm SD, uh, Facebook, and then uh, most importantly, YouTube. That's where we post our, all of our videos, but we're real active on Facebook and Instagram too. Uh, we have a website also, buckstormhunts.com. Uh, you check us out on there. It gives you links to everything, links to some videos. Also, our merchandise is on there, hats, shirts, beanies. Um, stickers you name it all of our little stuff on there to help support us you can get it there and yeah that's that's about it
0: very cool and i imagine in camp we'll probably do some sort of like buckstorm working class collaboration giveaway so keep an eye out for antelope camp podcasts that will be coming down the line here absolutely Um, we'll probably blast all of them out back to back right before whitetail season because it's time to think about that when we get back And uh, we're thinking about it now, but we'll think about it even heavier then. So um, I imagine we'll talk in camp and we'll drink one too many bush lights and try and give some shit away. So we'll uh, just kind of tune back into those episodes, see what we're up to on those hunts. And, uh, yeah, go subscribe to Buckstorm and keep up to date with them, guys. Thank you guys so much for doing this podcast now, especially when we're about to spend a whole week with you. Um, so we appreciate what you guys do. You guys are good dudes. Um, almost, they're, they're already sick of us. Yeah, they're like, man, I don't want to do Fuck <laughs> these guys. I wish my wife would have got COVID. How do we,
2: how do we pull the, how do, Yeah, how do we pull the plug? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's positive. She got, she was positive for COVID. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a, yeah, it was a I false positive. Yeah. Cause false now negative. Jeremy's got it because I'm sitting in a truck with them and then, you know, um, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. round table it out. Um, you Thanks guys got for anything?
4: That
0: out for <laughs> yeah. So I'll call your bluff before you're going to call, you know. Um, I'm going to circle round table. We'll start with Eric. What's up, buddy,
3: man. I'm just thankful for you guys to come on and I look forward to next week and, uh, meeting you guys and you're
0: going to have a blast, dude.
3: I hope we put a goat down.
0: I'm excited for your first, like antelope. You're going to love it. I I know you will. I'll probably cry. I'll cry. I love, I'd love that actually. Tears of joy. Yeah, absolutely. Doug. I love Um,
1: it. I think Eric's going to have to put the bow in his hand first. Either him or Papa Dave. Kurt, you're out. You're yeah. third in line.
0: I I, already, I said that before the podcast. Like, I got my go. I got to – seriously, though, I mean, that's kind of how it works, right? Like, Papa Dave was there last year. Oh, yeah. I want, Papa Dave deserves – I think he deserves the first shot because oh, yeah, he's absolutely. already put in the I'll work. Give, I'll give him that. And, uh, we'll absolutely. Him, we got to get one in his lap. We'll get one oh, yeah. 20 yards for him. But we'll all have our opportunities. We all will. But, yeah.
1: yeah. Absolutely. I also think spinning off that giveaway thing, maybe uh, – Maybe we'll have to invite a listener or something to go camp next year. Ooh, that's a Ooh, good idea. We can do, do you that,
0: like a, like a hunt giveaway.
1: Yeah,
3: what we'll to talk about? Might it. As well, you guys pay for it, and we can give it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how this works. <laughs> there <you> so, go. <laughs> What's give them a Dodge Ram too. We'll collaborate <laughs> on that a little bit. Yeah, they get a free truck. <laughs> get a free truck, a hunt, and uh, you guys pay for it all,
0: <laughs> and a night with Jeremy. Exactly. Yes. And I would, Jeremy, oh, in, in a tent by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A bottle of wine.
1: Everybody's out now. A, bo- a bottle <laughs> oh, of wine. What was that idea?
0: <laughs> bottle of Boone's Farm. Yes. Boone's Farm. We'll, we'll, we'll buy oh, that. Hey. You you win you win a prize with Jeremy talking to your neighboring landowner to get you permission to hunt there. Great. No, yes, just, just across it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just across it. Not to hunt it. Just Doug, what do you got? <laughs>
2: um, good luck, boys. And uh, I'll see you next year. No, you'll see him in general. Yes. Well, oh, yeah, I'll I'll see you at the next trade. year. Oh, uh, technically next year. Yeah. That is next year. You weren't
0: wrong. I just got to thank you guys for do- doing answer. what you do. Kind of giving up your vacation time and your free time to help other people on hunts, like the sheep hunt, the elk hunt. You helped your buddy pack out an elk. And, and us idiots. Yeah, and us idiots. It, 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 does, it means a lot. I hope that Buckstorm blows up big time. I, I, I really do hope the best for you guys. You guys are some of the best people in the game. And I really do believe that. Otherwise, we wouldn't hang out with you like we do. And
2: kid uh, you the career a long time ago.
0: Yeah, but no. But honestly, though, I mean, I think what you guys are doing is it's great, and you're doing it a real way that people who are working class and real about things can appreciate how you go about it. So I think people should really just check you out and, and give you a chance. And appreciate is, it, man. This is we'll your see time, you guys. Real soon. That's right. You got anything to close out with? Did we get everything?
1: I think we got her, man. We're good. Let's get these next couple days busted out and go to goat camp.
0: That's right. That's right. I like it. Put some hours in. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. Check out Buckstorm. Do them a favor. Do yourself a favor. And go shoot your bow. We love you. Bye.